That's some kind of punk rock thing going on right now. I know, it does remind me of punk rock. Yeah. I want to go to the punk rock show. <laughs> Speaking of which, Green Day kicked off their tour last night in uh, Dallas, Texas. Oh, wow. 65, well, 35,000 people. One of the biggest shows that have come back yet. Not masking sight. Well, Texas would be the place to do that. You know, speaking of uh, concerts, that Foo Fighters thing turned out to be a whole debacle. Really? Yeah. What because happened? Because I don't really pay attention to it. Oh, uh, they rescheduled it from the 17th, which was supposed to be last weekend, to um, August 26th, which is like a Thursday night. So obviously I can't go. And um, and they won't give you your money back? No, because they reschedule it. So they won't, no refunds. But I bought the tickets through like one of those secondhand sites. I know, but that's such bullshit. It's like, you know what? You rescheduled it to a day that I can't go. I want my money back. So here, here's what happened. I was able to resell the tickets for why I paid for them. Uh-huh. But they don't refund the service charges, which was almost uh, like 80 bucks a ticket. And oh, just Jesus. service charges. And then they take a 35% cut of what you sell it for. So, wow. so I lost out so on that So you got one. like $2 back? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and I don't get paid till after the show takes place on the 26th, which how things are going, California could be locked down by then. Oh, man. That sucks. Yeah. I don't, I don't blame Dave Grohl. Or the Foo Fighters. It's not their policies. Well, but. I don't think that they have anything to do with it, but, um, like, I did, what a ripoff. They I, should give people, if people cannot go, there should be a clause that's like, you know what? You guys rescheduled this. I bought tickets for this fucking date, this specific date. That's, the, that's when I wanted to go to the show. Right, because at the time, it was supposed to be the first full capacity concert in Los Angeles. Right. The first Foo Fighters show on the West Coast. And so now it's not going to be. So it takes out all the magic of what that night was supposed to be. Yeah. But what can you do? Nothing. It's fucking... Nothing because you are just, you know, a normie. So you right. have no... But I do blame all the people that are dragging this out. All the anti-vaxxers. Oh, yeah. All the people all that are vaxxers. wearing masks. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, it's it's not... It is most definitely 150% those people's fault. Right. Right. Because that, that's why it's still continuing to go on and on and on, and that's probably why all of our stuff this so fall will get canceled. So if any of you are listening and you lost money... From Foo Fighters tickets, also. Well, they wouldn't. It's your fault. They wouldn't go to the Foo Fighters anyways because you would have to be vaccinated to even get into the show. Uh, so okay. that's why there were protests by Ricky Schroeder and his. You know, what level is he like? He's like an E-list celebrity at this point. Ricky Schroeder was protesting. Yeah, little kid from Silver Spoons. I know. I was going to say on. Um, yeah. Has been in anything since 1984. No, he has, but, like, very small parts. 
Um, I was talking to a couple people. He's the, trying to is him and Scott Bayo should team up. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? We Kid Rock and Ted Nugent. They're going to be like some loser ass washed up um, superhero tribe don't, for America. Don't, don't you think like the Patriots con- or the Patriot tribe. The, the conservatives get such a raw deal when it comes to celebrity endorsements. I mean, you got Kid Rock. It seems like they're getting more and more of them. Ted hey, Nugent. Hey, y'all might even oh, get Eric Clapton Eric, too. Eric Clapton. Might get Eric Clapton. Yeah, he refuses to play. To join you. He refuses to play places that require vaccinations to get in. Yeah. So you guys are actually increasing your numbers. Good luck. I mean, Mr. Responsible, Eric Clapton. Where were you when your kid was playing on the window ledge? Uh, Right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, my kid has the freedom to play on the ledge if he wants to. I mean, that it does hit a little below the belt. That was a little harsh. But but no, it's kind of true, too, though. It's like... um, or maybe we could say it like this, and this is going to be really mean, but now I see what happened to your four-year-old. I mean, you obviously don't give a shit about safety. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, like, yeah, um, Val- I feel bad saying that. Valerie Bertinelli on her um, Twitter put out some to the effect of, once a dick, always a dick, and a picture of her, Eric Clapton, Eddie Van Halen. Oh, wow. Apparently, you know, he wasn't the nicest person back then either. Maybe he's not a nice person. Maybe oh. maybe oh. his kid jumped out the window. Another bad joke, this, Snow. Another uh, bad one. This is a test of the emergency broadcast system. Apparently we're getting flood warnings again. Oh, well, here I welcome the rain, rain, though. I know. We need the rain here. I know. I mean, I know that it screws up the roads, but, like, I mean, like, the dirt roads around here, but, boy, do we need it. Yeah. We, the desert's hurting. She's thirsty. Yeah. Thirsty, y'all. Well, the problem is when it rains like this, it just soaks right into the ground and doesn't really do any good. You see, like, the, they're having storms out in California where um, they're having thunderstorms, which are causing these fires, but it's because it's so hot that the rain evaporates before it hits the ground. Oh, man. And it, it's causing these uh, basically um, fire storms. Oh, wow. It's literally like a fire in the sky. Wow. Uh, so back to COVID after the emergency alert. Um, even the Al- Alabama's governor said the responsibility falls on the unvaccinated. I know. And, you know, um, my apologies to the Alabama governor, because when I was telling people about it, I thought that that was a man. The Alabama governor is a woman. Yeah, Kay Ivy. But I heard like the her talking, and I was like, "Yeah, even the Alabama governor." I'm like, "You should have heard him, like with his little accent. It was so, so funny, <laughs> like sitting there going, this is a matter of common sense.' <laughs> At this point, you know. But um, my my thing, like, so I don't really feel bad about that main joke that I just told, but um. My thing with the Alabama governor is this, is like, you know what? Where the fuck were you months ago? Why why haven't you been telling your people this all along? And all the rest of the goddamn Republicans, like Hannity and all of them, who are now sitting there encouraging people to get fucking vaccines. Where the fuck were you? 
What has too much of your base died off? Has too much of, I should say, has too much of Trump's base? And y'all are a part right. of Trump's base. Has too much of it died off? So you're worried about elections coming up? Is that what's going on? Well, you know, I, is it crazy how you all of a sudden care about this? Well, I'm, I'm glad I'm, that you I'm, I mean, it was, isn't that Biden's voter suppression plan is to kill off, you know, the Republican voters? No, that's, that's their own <laughs> stupid plan because they're telling them not to fucking get vaccinated or they were telling them. Well, well, I am glad. Okay, I will. I will still give props to these assholes. I'm glad that you're telling your people to fucking get vaccinated. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I mean, I want people to get vaccinated. I don't want morons to die. Uh, just this week, uh, Hannity came out and said um, for people to get vaccinated. Mitch McConnell said it was common sense for people to get vaccinated. Even Trump last night in it's Phoenix. It's common triumph. Common triumph. <laughs> Trump said last night in in Phoenix that um, he recommends people getting vaccinated. But uh, he also, but folks, he, I know before I told you not to get vaccinated, but now I've changed my position. Even though I did, I've had the vaccine. It's the best it's vaccine ever. The most beautiful vaccine you'll ever get. But I respect your rights. He he literally said that I respect your rights not to get it. Why would you say that part at the end? Because just tell these fucking more. These morons he are fucking lost. Doesn't know. They're lost losers. They don't know how to even put their fucking pants on in the morning. Why wouldn't you tell them to just get the fucking vaccine, asshole? They'll listen. They listen to everything you do. If you told them to put your balls in their mouths, they would do it. Right. And here's the thing. Okay. Let's 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 go back to square one with this COVID thing. First, it was a pandemic. It was all made up to hurt. Trump's re-election chances, but it was created in a lab in Wuhan as a biological weapon against the United States that Obama and Fauci helped fund. So it was a fake virus that was made in China as a biological weapon that Trump stopped when he closed the borders to China. Not fully, though. Okay, and then Trump... In his brilliance, and he said this in the speech last night, that he created this vaccine, Operation Warp Speed, put the vaccine out there that he took, that, that his followers will not take because it's ineffective and it kills people and it's, and it's going to put microchips in them. But, thank Tr but they thank Trump for creating the vaccine and distributing it out there so fast that saves all these American lives. That's still a pandemic. Is that about that, up to speed? Yes, but that, that's the point. That's the biggest point out of it that I would like to make is, yes, the vaccine came out under Trump. Fuck it. Let's give them all the credit. I don't fucking care. Just as long as we get people to get the goddamn vaccine. But they don't trust the government that it, because they're he was in control fucking of. fucking morons. They're ridiculous fucking morons. That is why they don't. Yeah. I mean, just the hypocrisy of all the statements I just read. Conservative radio host Phil Valentine of Tennessee um, got COVID, got it bad, and now he 
was regretting what he said about the vaccine on his radio show. Now he's begging people to get it. And there were so many stories coming out this week. Um, there was one, the doctor from, where was she? Was she Alabama or Arkansas? The doctor that said, now that people are on the deathbed, they're begging for the vaccine. Oh, yeah. I can't remember what state she was from, but she was like, she had to tell these people, I'm sorry, it's too late, you know, and they're... They're going to die now. I mean, due to misinformation, their right. own stupidity. Which I is, mean, which it's is sad. Fair on... It's awful. But what, what else can you do? I mean, you can't, you can't force these people to do anything. It's like, you guys, just wake the fuck up. Well, and then I heard one of them was saying, like, someone like 45,000 people died from the vaccine. Um... And they're touting that number as why people aren't getting vaccinated. But they traced that to a... Uh, QAnon? No, to, 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 to a lie on an Instagram account. But they oh, take that lie. They don't trust a scientist, of course. They, because here's the thing. These folks are going to believe what they want to believe. And they want to believe that the government's out to get them. They want to believe that... They're going to get microchip. They want to believe that everything is against them. They but, want to believe these things. So yeah, yeah. when you tell them other things, when you tell them like the truth or whatever, they don't care. They don't, they, because they don't want to believe that. They don't want to believe that things aren't as bad as they seem. Right. And they're, they're worried about getting tracked with a microchip while complaining about it on their cell phones, which tracks everything that you do. MJ, you know what? You know what COVID has taught me? COVID has taught me why I'm now understanding why STDs are so popular. I, I swear to God. I think people, because people are kind of like, I can't be inconvenienced. You know, they can't, they can't be inconvenienced by any of this. But I, I now understand why herpes is so prevalent. You know, I understand why, like, what is it like one in four people have herpes because people just don't give a fuck. They're like, I'm not going to give up the things that I was granted because I live in the freest nation of everywhere. Freedom. <laughs> I'm not going to do things that you tell me to do. I'm allowed to do whatever the fuck I want to do. Do you hear what um, the NFL is doing about COVID this year? I did not. Uh, well, they increased their schedule. Um, they're going to be doing, uh, I think it's 18 games now. Okay. Um, so this leads no time to reschedule games like they were doing. If if, if somebody was getting a, it's another emergency alert. So if somebody was getting, it could uh, be an Amber Alert. If if there was an outbreak in the team, they would reschedule the game. And so the NFL doesn't have room on the schedule to do that this year. So they're gonna start fining players. $14,000 if you haven't been vaccinated for mask infractions. And if there is a COVID outbreak on the team, the team forfeits that game to the other team and loses playoff positioning. Oh, my damn. You know what? Another reason for all the people who finally, once Colin Kaepernick was no longer a part of the NFL, they all came back. You know, they're like, all yeah. right, I can watch football again. Now they're going to be like, Fuck the NFL! Yeah, yeah, watch it again. Uh, well, that's a tricky slope, though, because some players don't want to get 
vaccinated. DeAndre Hopkins of the Cardinals is um, contemplating retirement because he doesn't want to get vaccinated. Fine, retire then. Uh, the pa- Bye. The Patriots fired one of their offensive line coaches because he wouldn't get vaccinated. Bye. They have, yeah. listen, the NFL is a private business. I, I'm, I'm going to say that again for um, the oh. people who have always been mad at the NFL. The NFL is a private business, and I know that folks typically that do not like reg- regulations, private businesses have the right to run their businesses right. however they see fit. It is not run through the government. Right, like, okay? you, like you have a right not to bake a cake for a gay couple. They support that. Right, you guys support stuff like that. You support businesses like that. So... Even if you don't like this, I don't know how you don't understand this. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, you know, I, I I'm on the fence about forced vaccinations. You know, if if the government were to do it, I'd be like, mm, but private companies, yeah. I'm, I'm fine sort of with it. if a private company wants to say, look, you're only going to be able to work here if you get the vaccine. They should be allowed to do that. They don't. They have the responsibility of making sure that their other employees are safe as well, too. Yeah. And so. well, plus the amount of revenue that they lose when one of these games has to be rescheduled is just ridiculous. Right. They're probably so. What are they going to do for as far as the fans go then? Because I think if they're going to be like, you know, requiring they should, they the should. players, then why don't you do it across the board and be like, you know what, you have to show proof of vaccination to get into the games. Are they going to go that route or what? I have, oh, God, there was one team that said they weren't going to do that. The, Dallas the, Cowboys? No, the, I think it was like the Vikings. I could be oh. wrong, but wow, it was one of the teams. So NFL, and you can't talk about the NFL without mentioning the greatest player of all time, right? Tom Brady. Oh my God! Let me go get my barf bucket. No, you'll like this one. You'll you'll like this one. Howisapartments dot. No, um, come on. Seven Super Bowls. Tom Brady. Yeah, whatever. We all know that Tom Brady is a good player. All right. Okay. We well, get it. Okay. Well. All right. Listen to this. He had a few election-related jokes up his sleeve. Take a listen. Not a lot of people. Uh, you know, think that we could have won. And um, in fact, I think about 40% of the people still don't think we won. I understand that. You understand that, Mr. President? <laughs> we had a game in Chicago where I forgot what down it was. I lost track of one down in 21 years of playing. And they started calling me Sleepy Tom. <laughs> Why would they do that to me? Waka waka. It's kind of interesting. Tom Brady's got jokes. Tom Brady setting up his uh, next career as a stand-up comedian. Or politician? Maybe he's going to go the politics route? Well, that one that one must have really stung because, you know, Donald Trump was trying to recruit Brady to marry Ivanka. Back in the day, but... And then Tom Brady's like, uh, I married Giselle. Why would I need fucking Ivanka? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I like Giselle. I like, I, I've always liked her even when I didn't care too much for Tom Brady. But God damn you, Tom Brady, you make me a fan more and more of yours all the time. Yeah. And not with these jokes. 
<laughs> and okay, uh, so speaking of dissing, uh, I think I sent you this earlier this week, but this was. Um, Let me take, finish. You take an animal virus and you increase the strength. Let's go, let's go rewind a little bit here. I have never lied before the Congress, and I do not retract that statement. This paper that you are referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not being gain of function. So what was, let me take, finish. You take an animal virus and you increase its transmissibility to humans. Right. You're saying that's not gain of function? Yeah, that is correct. And, and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. And I want to say that officially. You do not know what you are talking about. Let's okay, you get NIH. one person. Let's read from the NIH definition of gain of function. This is your definition that you guys wrote. It says that scientific research that increases the transmissibility among mammals is gain of function. Mammals. They took animal viruses that only occur in animals, and they increased their transmissibility mammals. to humans. How you can say that is not gain of function? It is not. It's a dance, and you're dancing around this because you're trying to obscure responsibility for four million people dying around the world okay. from a pandemic. And, and let's let some Dr. Fauci. I have to. Well, now you're getting into something. If the point that you are making is that the the, the grant that was funded as a subaward from EcoHealth to Wuhan created SARS-CoV-2. That's where you are getting. Let me finish. We don't know. Well, we don't wait know a minute. It did I come can from the lab, but all the evidence is pointing that it came from the lab. You, and there will be responsibility for those who funded the lab, including yourself. I totally This committee resent, will allow the witness to respond. I totally resent the lie that you are now propagating, Senator, because if you look at the viruses that were used in the experiments that were given in the annual reports that were published in the literature, it is molecularly impossible. No one's saying those it, viruses it is, caused it. It no is, one is molecularly. Those viruses caused the pandemic. What we're alleging is that gain of function research was going on in that lab and NIH funded it. That you is can't not. Get away from it. It meets your definition and you are obfuscating the truth. I'm not obfuscating the truth. Senator you Paul's are the one. Time is expired, but I will allow the witness to. Let finish. me just finish. I want everyone to understand that if you look at those viruses, and that's judged by qualified virologists and evolutionary biologists. Those viruses are molecularly impossible no one's to result they are. No in SARS-CoV-2. We're saying they are gain-of-function viruses because yeah, they're animal viruses. No wonder if, uh, Rand Paul's neighbor beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul wishes he was as smart as Dr. Fauci. That's could, what's could going you, on here. Could you imagine having him listen, live next door to that guy? That squirrely, fucking permed hair when, little fuck. If he was out mowing his lawn, wouldn't you just jump over the fence and just... <laughs> the fuck out of him like his neighbor did? Kudos right. to you. A tip of the hat to your fucking neighbor, Senator Rand Paul, whoever that neighbor is. Who's sexier, Tom Brady or Anthony Fauci? Oh. Um, <laughs> what wasn't uh, he, was, I'm gonna go with Anthony, uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci because he's 80 and he looks like that. You know, you know what though? You know what I was like? So I was watching this movie the other day and it had Christoph Waltz in it, and I'm like, 
he should have had Christoph Waltz play him. I'm like, he 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 would he looks way more Anthony Fauci like than Brad Pitt. I'm just <laughs> saying. Dr. Fauci, if you're listening and they ever ask you who should play you, Christoph Waltz. Fabulous actor too. Oh God. <laughs> it it takes a lot for Fauci to get pissed. He's had to deal with this for like a year and a half. And he's probably like, I'm so sick and tired of morons. (laughs) I wonder what he says behind closed doors. Man, what I wouldn't give to be like a fly on the wall after he got done talking to Senator Paul. I I would like to have been sitting with him when Trump was saying injecting bleach was a way to get rid of the coronavirus. Oh, I know. Uh, let's see. We got the Olympics going. Olympics going on. We got lightning in the air. I know. I was like, is it flickering out there? Okay. Uh, Olympics going on. The U.S. did not start off good, getting no medals the first day, but they came back yesterday and got a bunch of gold. I was gonna say, I thought we were the greatest. I thought we always kick ass at the Olympics. We do. It's kind of funny how China's kicking our ass this year, though. It's not funny though. But. They well, they they pretty much do good all the time too. Yeah. Well, they have to do good, or, or else you go home and get tortured. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, what it's life we, or death there. What else do we have going on? Uh, Jeff Bezos went into space. I'm a rocket man. Twenty-eight million dollars. Can you imagine what he's in good space? Uh, no, he right now? no. He's spending twenty-eight million to spend like eleven minutes that go up in the rocket. You touch the end of space and you come down again. Oh, that's all. Okay. What Richard Branson did was way cooler. He kind of went up in the space airplane thing and he stayed up there for a little bit and came back down. So I was but, like, Jeff Bezos, go and like never come back. He's he and he's selling tickets. Just go move there. He's selling tickets for this eleven-minute flight for like two and three hundred thousand dollars a piece. Some 18-year-old kid went up there with him um, because his grandfather spent the money for the ticket. Oh, God. And the kid was having a conversation with Jeff Bezos and said, you know what? I have never ordered anything off of Amazon before. <laughs> I bet that pissed off Bezos. Yeah. Do you think, though, with all the weird environmental shit going on, like the droughts, the fires, and stuff like that, that all these um, billionaires are building rocket ships? So it's like that movie... Um, 2020 that they're building like 2012 a, 2012 yeah 2012 yeah with john cusack yeah so they're building like a and only the important people got to leave right and they're gonna shoot off to outer space when they ruin this planet go no but like, they, no but they're gonna wait till this planet's used up before they do that i know but you know like i'm gonna i i my home is earth i'm staying on earth as as for good or bad as fucked up as it gets this is where I live. We're going to be like the brontosaurus looking up at the asteroid going, huh? Uh, what's that? Yeah, I mean, number one, because I'll never pay that much money. I'm too cheap to pay that much money to go someplace else. And, um, yeah, like, I... You know, it, you, Who wants to go live with all those assholes? You know, if there was, like, an asteroid that came, like, these days, I think, like... You and I and a few like-minded friends in town would look up and go, oh, shit, what are we going to do? And um, about 80% of the population here would be, it's a hoax. 
right? It's just a shooting star. I hope that there's Martians, and I hope when those assholes think they're going to go to Mars you, and take over, I hope that the Martians show you that you're not going to take over. Now, I, I believe in aliens. The you know the universe is infinite. So I hope they're, they're they're, like, they're, get the fuck out of our home. No, there's got to be life out there somewhere. And do you think like they send like their their uh, missions out here to explore, and then they just phone back? You know, hey, there's no intelligent life here. What if the Martians are like, what if they're like, we're far more intelligent than you. We've already seen what you did to America, how you stole their land. If you think we're letting you do that here, you're dead wrong. And then they just kill them all when they get there. And what is... Because they already know. What is your sick shooter going to do against one of those... um, Whatever the they have. Yeah, those laser laser rifles that pulverize you. Yeah. I always picture the... Like, bye, Felicia. I I picture the aliens like like that little thing from uh, the Bugs Bunny cartoons, Marvin Martian. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I like Marvin the Martian. (laughs) How did he have, like, a dog as a companion, though? I don't know. Because that's how he rolls. (laughs) That's how quickly dogs would sell us out, too. Like, if aliens came, dogs would be like, fuck you, people. I know where my bread's buttered. Right. I'm going to go hang out with these aliens. Right. Or aliens already here living amongst us. Sometimes I wonder. That would explain a lot. When you're just like, people just, how can you still be a human and behave the way that you do? There's no, you know, like some folks that completely suck. So on a lighter note, did you see that bear walking through town today? I did. Well, this week. I did. Well, yeah, I was on my way to work one day and I saw that bear um, out by, well, it's where it's where Cal Ranch is off of Andy, like and that Taco Bell or whatnot. He was out on that side of the street. He wasn't in the parking lot or anything, but he was walking along there and people were like getting their pictures taken with him. Right. Well, his name is Bearson. Bearson. And it's a guy that's walking from Los Angeles to New York to promote help. Jesus, why can't I speak today? I don't know. Um, so he's out promoting awareness for the Autism Society, Society of America, <laughs> uh, the uh, breast cancer awareness, mental health awareness, environmental awareness, and there was another one. <laughs> I can't read my notes. But it's got to be hot as hell. Yeah, can you imagine how hot it is in there? Like, you couldn't have picked a better time to go walking, on this walk. Walk, well, he probably doesn't want to do it in the wintertime. Well, yeah. no, but what about, like, spring or fall? Those are nice times. I don't know. It took him two weeks to get to here from L.A. Wow. So that's what, uh, 350 miles. Like, did he walk along the I-40? Uh, he's walking along Route 66. Oh, he's taken Route 66. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because he made his way out through Oatman. Well, and... until he gets to Chicago, though, because I think it ends at Chicago, and then he's going to have to take something else to get from Chicago to New York. Well, I'm sure there's routes to take. I don't think you could walk along an interstate in that get-up. Yeah. You'd get clipped. Well, you could. I used to see the guy that would carry the giant cross down the I-40. 
What? Yeah. There was a guy that, like, he was carrying the cross like he was Jesus. And the cross was on, like, wheels. So he, like, had it on his back. But it was, like, rolling along with him. And it was a giant fucking cross. Like, he was going to go be crucified on it later. I don't know. When was this? A few years ago. I used to see him. I mean, he's probably like a schizophrenic or something like that, you know. But okay, so he was playing the role of Jesus. Damn it! <laughs> okay, so the Autism Society of America, the National Breast Cancer Foundation, mental health programs, disabled community programs, and environmental concerns. So, I mean, it's pretty cool. This guy. I guess he's like in his mid thirties. Yeah. Doing that, so shout out to Bearson. Um, you can find him. I am Bearson on Facebook and follow him along along his journey. So I guess it would probably take about twenty weeks to get all the way across the country. He walks approximately twenty to twenty five miles a day. Must be in amazing shape. Yeah, I mean that because that's a, kind of a bulky bear costume he's in. Yeah. And then he's doing it during monsoon season too, so can you imagine how that thing smells? It gets it gets oh. it gets soaking wet, and then it's out in the desert heat all day. It gets soaking wet again. I wonder, does he just like stay with people at night, or uh, um, he stayed in some hotel here in town the night he came through, and then yesterday he stayed up at the Wallapai Reservation. Does he look for, like, donations from people to help him out, or...? I'm I'm sure he's got some kind of GoFundMe. Anyway, uh, I wrote out to him on his Facebook. I was trying to get him to uh, call us during the break, you know, and do, like, a midweek podcast, get him on the phone, but he didn't respond. But maybe after we we give him props on this, he can uh, set us straight for everything that we are may Mm -hmm. or may not be getting wrong about this story. But, hey, kudos to him. He's doing it for good good causes. And, and you know what? It helped get this community together because everybody was out there taking pictures with this bear. You know, no matter what side of the political side you're on, it was like, ah, cool, this bear doing a good thing. Mm-hmm. Walking across the country. Yeah. What kind of shoes do you think he wears? He has to wear comfortable shoes. Probably but then you're walking in, shoes. But you're, you're in that bear costume. That thing must wear out. Huh. He must have a team that follows him too, like a car, just in case, with water and. To make sure he doesn't die. Yeah, he can't be doing it on his own. So many questions that we have. I know, Bear Son, if you're listening. Yeah, call us, Bear Son. We'll get you on. Promote you. The Reality Redemption Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. So I finally. Got on the TikTok bandwagon this week. Really? It yeah. took this long? Yeah. Because, you know, I think I mean, that's where, like, you go for advice, right? Like, we're trying to start to do get away from the politics, even though we delved back into it today because of COVID. Um, but you can find a lot of, like, good information on in relation to advice mm-hmm. and mental health advice. You know, so we're going through these. This is the best relationship advice you will hear in your life. When you're young, don't focus and obsess over love, 
dating and relationships. Focus on your dreams, passions, your purpose, figuring out who you are and take risks because you don't want to waste your youth spending time on someone who can just walk away like this. So don't do that. Your dreams aren't everything. Follow them. Right, and that's true. I think a lot of people, when they're young, they just focus on trying to get into that perfect relationship, and they get married young. And when you get married young, it never works out. And I think that, like, society pressures people to be like that, too, to be like, you know, they always are talking about, oh, you got to get married and live in a house, white picket fence, and 2.5 kids or whatever. 2.5. I know. Why do they always say it like that? They're like 2.5 kids. I'm like, so, like... Two and, like, only a half of a kid? Or <laughs> what does that even mean? But, yeah, like, like, it's always it's always focused more on that than more on, like, what you might want to do with your life. Right, yeah. Like you get, yeah, follow your passion, especially when you get out of high school. You know, go do what you love. Figure out what you love. Figure out your path. And one thing that I always say in relationships is you're always going to have to be happy with yourself before you can be happy with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very true. And, you know, but I don't know what that says about us because neither one of us are in a relationship. <laughs> no, yeah. Because uh, we're happy with ourselves. Is that it? Well, I am. Uh-huh. Like, kind of good for you. I mean, I'm dating, but like, I, the, Like, I'm being very selective because... Yeah, no, you don't want to wind up with I'm like, I want to stay a happy person, too. Like, I don't want to get um, into something where I'm not happy. You know? Been there, done that. Let's see what else we can figure out on TikTok. Like, TikTok is like the new Dear Abby. Things you should never do in a relationship, part two. One. Don't forget about your friends. Remember, your friends were there before you got in a relationship. Also right. remember that distance makes the heart grow fonder. You don't have to be with your partner 24-7. Two, don't compare your partner to other people, especially exes. Your ex is your ex for a reason. Everyone is different and nobody is perfect. If you do this to your partner, you're going to make your partner feel like they're not good enough. Things you should never do in a relationship, part two. One, don't forget about your no. friends. Why do TikTok videos just repeat like that? Let's see, what else can we find? I don't know, but that was good information. that sounds like this. Well, I don't remember doing that or saying that, but if I did, I'm sorry. And the reason is because it's not taking any responsibility. It sucks. So, but you're, you're stuck because you don't remember. Like, you genuinely don't remember the situation and you can't lie. So try something like this. Instead of apologizing for what you did, apologize for what you didn't do. Like, it sounds like you really needed support in that moment, and I didn't do that. Sorry. It sounds like in that moment you needed to be listened to, and I and I responded harshly. I, I really should have been more supportive. I'm sorry. Everyone hates an apology that sounds like this. Uh, that's good advice too. Yeah. yeah. So we've got men and women both giving advice. All right. Let's see here. Uh, one more. Things you should never do in a relationship. Part three. One. Bring up the past. For example, if you guys are arguing, this is a big no-no. Your partner shouldn't always have to be reminded about a mistake that happened in the past. It's in the past for a reason. Oh, I know somebody used to that. Try to change who they are. You guys are obviously going to grow together. Oh, but she did that with personalities. Clip for that. 
remember why you started dating your partner in the first place. Don't try to change them. Accept them for who they are. Things you should never do in a relationship. Yeah. Part three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, that one sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. We'd always, this particular person, we would always fight over the same thing. And I'd be like, didn't we just have this fight like last week? And well, that, I want to have it again. I, I have, love reliving horrible things over uh, and over and uh, over and I thought, over I thought, again. I thought we settled that. I know. And I recently got the best advice from somebody recently. It was like total stranger. And she was telling me like she's she used to be, she's an RN or she's a nurse practitioner. But she used to work in a, in a um, emergency room in the ICU, in the ICU unit. Okay. And she's like, yeah, I, uh, she goes, I don't do, I wouldn't do the thing where I would come home and talk to my husband about this. Cause first off, he doesn't work in the medical field. She goes, and number two, I didn't want to relive it. And I'm like, I go, that's a really good way of looking at things. Like for lots of things. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to relive a lot of things, you know? I'm like, yeah, so why fucking bring it up later and talk about it? Because then you've got to go through the whole thing again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, get it out, fine, get it out, and then move on. Yeah, this particular person, I used to always have this rule, like, you don't go to bed angry. Like, if someone's bothering you, you try to discuss it. It might not get solved that night, but at least you aired it out so you're not keeping it in. But with this particular person, because things would just get rehashed all the time, it'd be like the same argument over and over again. I'd be like, nope, I am not saying anything. I don't want to start this. I'd be at my own house, and I'd be sleeping on the couch. There was one night I even slept in my car, because I just couldn't be near her. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think you know what we're talking about. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and that particular person probably kept bringing up stuff like, I can't believe you would do this to me because that particular person herself is a complete narcissist. So it's like, I can't believe you wouldn't worship me. I can't believe that you would do this to me. And it's like over and over again because she's never going to forget it because she sees herself as perfect and smart and intelligent and the best at everything like the best cook the best <laughs> the the smartest person on the planet you are it's so like you crushed her apparently by doing that so she just cannot believe that you don't see her as great as she sees herself i got her on the dr steve weird medicine podcast person i mean come on <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. But you use TikTok, though, for some self-help, don't you? Mm-hmm. I do. Does, I like does TikTok. Does it work? Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, I just, like, I'll go in there, like, um, I don't go on there, like, every day, but I go in there, like, if I'm, like, feeling, like, where I'm having a moment where I'm, like, uh, it'd be good to, like, talk to a counselor or whatnot, but I haven't. Yeah. Um, it's hard to find good counselors in this area. Right. So I just 
I'll pop in there sometimes, watch a few videos, and then I and then I actually do feel better. It's kind of like getting your own you, personal you know what? pep talk. You know what? Um, mental health, the state of mental health um, uh, do, 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 counselors, okay, um, trying to get mental health in this town. I was seeing a counselor because I was able to have health insurance for a while before I started working again. And I went to see a therapist a few times. And she was like, well, I think we're done here because you seem pretty self-aware of your problems. I'm like, no, I've got years of stuff that I need to get out. And I'm yeah. like, no, we're done here. You figure it out in three they, sessions. Yeah. Yeah, they don't really care. Yeah, I, mean, I went just... to a counselor down in Bullhead, too, and he was like, he was sitting there looking at the clock the whole time. And he's like... And I'm like mid-sentence, literally mid-sentence. And he's like, well, your time's up, so we're going to have to reschedule you for next time. And I'm like thinking, I'm not ever coming down here again. I'm like, you don't look like, you look like you're yeah, just you're watching the trying clock. to get paid. Like, so, and that's fine. Like, you don't really care about people's problems. I get it. You're just, I mean, you realize that this is a money-making you're in a business. Okay. Although, uh, although I do have to credit that therapist for um, finding me the, my current job because she went on. I was talking about how, uh, how I need to get back to work, but I was having a hard time finding anything in my profession. And um, lo and behold, a job listing came up on Indeed like that day. And she goes, well, what about this thing? And I immediately went home and applied and I got the job. <laughs> So, oh, so great. thank you to her for that. Yeah, that's good. Oh, God. So, yeah, we, we went, delved into politics a little bit on this one, but that was damn Foo Fighters. We wouldn't have gone down that road um, if it wasn't for this COVID bullshit. But we just want pe to get back to normal and get past this. And now we've been talking about it for a year and a half. Um, just gets so old. So old, and the numbers in this town are back, almost back to what they were during the worst part of it. Yeah. Uh, Not a surprise. Yeah, it's getting dark in here. Not a surprise at all. Yeah, that it's, people all, it's all made are, up. That people here are, uh, especially we're in rural America, I mean, what do you expect? Like, mm -hmm. that's, that's, I hate to say it like that, but that's, pretty much how things are in rural America. They don't and they don't want to have anything to do with the rest. Of, they're kind of like, I live out here for a reason to be left alone. You know, it, it's that kind of mentality. So what, what else would you expect from that type of mentality? Yeah. How far are you into your homework, our homework assignment for oh, a future my, guest? Uh, my Bible reading. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got I got a few more pages to go, but yeah, I'm. What's a few? I'm I'm only like a quarter of a way through it. That's probably about where I am. Yeah. Around that area, about a quarter in. Yeah. Yeah. So, luckily, she postponed um, because it gives us more time. We're supposed to have her on today, but so that's another reason why we're talking about COVID. We had to come up with something on the fly right away so anyway i guess we'll wrap this one up right. and uh 
you know, on to next week. And, uh, yeah, I think we got some good plans coming up, some good shows in the future. We'll be talking about COVID, hopefully. But, so okay. everybody, hey, are you going to mask up again? Uh, yeah, indoors, yes. Yeah, I think it's back to that point. Because mm-hmm. even though we have like a 98% chance of not get, or we can get it, but not have, you can still get it if you had the vaccine, but the vaccine is 98% effective of you getting sick. And I was talking to one person that works at the hospital who was vaccinated and she got sick and it kicked her ass. Hmm. So just because you're vaccinated, you still need to stay safe. Yeah. So anyway, all right, that wraps up another one and we will see you next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.